Welcome, friends and fiends. This is your host, film critic and comedian, Nate Wyckoff. And I'm here to tell you about an exciting giveaway that Warner Brothers Discovery and Colton Classic Films LLC has put together to build your 4K Ultra HD film collection on digital. We are giving away four codes which contain digital 4K Ultra HD versions of Rebel Without a Cause, Maltese Falcon, and Cool Hand Luke. These are films that you absolutely must know as a film buff. You can get this code by being one of the lucky four people we pull from our newsletter list. So go to coltonclassicfilms.com slash newsletter and give us your email and your name and we'll sign you up for the newsletter and we will enter you in the competition. That's all you got to do. So please go ahead and do that. The contest ends on April 30th and we will send out the winning codes on May 1st. Thank you so much for being a listener. And here's your episode of Colton Classic Films Podcast. Welcome to Colton Classic. <laughs> Welcome, friends and fiends of the pod, to another brand new episode of Cult and Classic Films Podcast. I am your host, film critic and comedian Nate Wyckoff. And today I am here with longtime contributor Tad Mastriani. Say hi, Tad. Howdy. I've got the 90s up my nose. I uh, 90s up your nose. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I won't dig too deep in that in that cavern here. Uh, I'm excited as always. Um, but we're bringing you something a little different today. <clears throat> Since it's it's in we're in the holiday season, people are um, in fact, we're recording this on um, the the black eye on society that is the consumerist day black friday i'm mostly just mad that the deals i don't think are very good right now but anyway beyond that uh <clears throat> we're recording this episode as sort of a holiday gift giving guide and we're going to highlight a uh, a book store a book distributor that uh we uh, that gave us a great care package late last year and we've been saving them all year so we can bring some info to you um this is last earth distro uh it is it, they're based in olympia washington and it is one of those bookstores uh, you, you can shop online they have ebay etsy the whole deal go to lastearthdistro.net uh to see everything <clears throat> I have to preface this because I think uh, we deal typically with cult films here and it's really a short jaunt to cult books as well. And I, I urge people, if you're not already into cult books, get into cult books. And uh, Last Earth Distro is one of the best places to get um, weird books, very technical books on weird subjects and books that are commonly banned. Now, just to kind of gloss over this, we don't really have banned books in the United States. Um, uh, there are countries that actually ban, you know, forbid the ownership and reading of certain books. Uh, in fact, in, in Germany, last I checked, it was, um, you're not allowed to have a copy of, of Hitler's Manifesto Mein Kampf unless you're a scholar or somehow are required to know that for your, <clears throat> your studies. Uh, it's, it's, but you know, they also have a very different relationship with, uh, with, with Nazi regimes <laughs> or I don't know, we'll see in the next four years here in the U S how we come here, but I'm, I'm getting a little off track, but they last year distro deals in weird books. And I really like how they sent us a stack along with some great books from their catalog their actual catalog. Uh, I have in my hand here, uh, and Tad has one as well, the spring 2022 catalog 
And this, they have a quote on the inside of the catalog. By the way, print is not dead. I love print. Uh, and actually, book sales uh, nationwide actually have been going up. So when people say print is dead, it, it was hurting, but it's, it's not dead by any stretch. So they have a quote from a poet and activist, John Sinclair, on the inside cover. It's total assault on the culture by any means necessary, including rock and roll, dope, and fucking in the streets. Seriously, guys, that, that really does sort of summarize the contents uh, and catalog of last earth distro for anybody who doesn't know john sinclair he was a poet uh he also uh, was a founding member of the white panther party and counter to a lot of knee-jerk understandings that is not a white power group it is the uh the supporting component that was started and disbanded in the 80s of white people who supported the black panther uh group and and movement so uh, it was very anti-racist <clears throat> And then on the back page, I want to read before we move on to the contents, um, the Listen Up Fucker page, uh, which is on the back cover of Last Earth Distro's catalog. Uh, we list banned books. Some of them are hateful and violent. If you are hateful or violent, we hope you grow out of that shit because it sucks and it's stupid. Travel is fatal to prejudice. We're uh, we're still in it for the free expression jam. If you can't say fuck, you can't say fuck the government. Uh, queer punk, queer punks run this town. So <clears throat> really... We're talking about free speech here, but beyond that, that's sort of just a, a, hey, do your best to not be offended at the contents if you find something in the contents of Last Earth Distro's catalog that uh, is an affront to you. But really, the vast majority of books, they're either useful or incredibly interesting. Uh, and and they really do cover the gamut. And so what I tasked uh, Tad and myself here to do today was pick out some of our choice titles from the catalog uh, that, that Sky at Last Earth Distro, uh, which by the way, follow Last Earth Distro on Instagram at lastearth.distro. And you, again, you can visit them at lastearthdistro.net. I tasked us to find a couple of books from the catalog for us to sort of highlight as interesting things so we'll just go one back and forth back and forth i feel like so tad what was your first pick glancing through last earth Distro's catalog which is broken into sex drugs rock and roll and violence and of course where do you think i'm gonna go first <laughs> the first huh. thing i looked at was karate police because <laughs> um one of the well is it police karate or karate police i can't remember well, I have it, I have it here right in, in front of me. Um, it is the one you're talking about is police uh, karate, isn't it? I think so. I can't, so, I can't even find it. We, we might have different <laughs> different copies. There's so <laughs> many. There's so many. But anyway, karate police police karate continue. So I look I looked into this, and uh, one of the 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 first the reason that it jumped out to me is because um, it sounded like a film that should have been made like karate police. That sounds like a movie for all I know that movie exists. I didn't actually check IMDb to see if that movie exists, uh -huh. but it sounds, it just sounds like a, an eighties schlock martial arts film. And everyone knows I love those. Uh, I mean, I'm also a, you know, a karate student and teacher. So it's one of the first things that jumps out to me. So uh, I, it's one of those ones. I think I'm going to pick this up because I'm interested to know, cause it's not like, like back in the back in the 80s and 90s it felt like it was a requirement for every cop to know some sort of martial art it's not i know this because no. i i they, uh, they don't have time I, in their two weeks of training to get that right through. right as as someone who actually uh 
basically took a police internship and uh, was friends with cops and no cops. Uh, no, martial arts is actually not part of being a cop in the slightest. It's more of a, I am a cop and I also know karate, which is, you know, cool. But uh, it's sad to think that uh, there are there should be some places in the United States where cops are, are they should be uh, required to carry nunchucks largely just because it would look awesome. Like it's like you go and you break up a fight <laughs> or just, uh, or just pull someone over with a pair of nunchucks in a holster. That's, that's mainly what I'm thinking of. And maybe it's just because I'm a Ninja Turtle kid. I can't think, I can't help it. Oh, we aren't we all? Uh, no, I like that. Uh, there is a movie, by the way, we Riff Tracks covered it a while ago called uh, Karate Cop, which is um, okay. That's close. Didn't they do that? But yeah, it's not the same. It's it's, it's also uh, very bad. But hey, maybe we'll talk about it someday here on Colton Classic Podcast. <laughs> um, just before we we move on to another selection, to kind of throw it in, one of the care package books that Sky sent me was, uh, and I'm going to mispronounce it because it's Vietnamese, but uh, Chow Dai Kung Fu: The Lost Fighting Arts of Vietnam. And it is a very cool book. Much It reminds me not that I have a great deal of experience in martial arts technique literature, but it reminded me of um, Bruce Lee's Jeet Kune Do books because of the way that's illustrated, where there are uh, fascinating but rudimentary illustrations on the techniques and uh, and it's broken down with like numbers on a chart kind of thing so you can read through and sort of understand. But it was really fascinating because the uh, it, it's about how it goes into, as many of these books do, a little bit of of theory behind the martial art and then its application. Uh, the the author reminds us that the word martial means war in this context. So it's it's the war art. So it's more than just uh, fancy moves. That, uh, is, that is correct, especially because I had, so for people who may have tuned in like a year ago instead of two years ago, I largely studied Kenpo and Arnis and Arnis is a Filipino art. And I actually had one of the manuals like legit manuals of modern Arnis written by one of the masters. And uh, it's a physics book. It is not, uh, it, it, yes, it, it does have some illustrations and yes, it does go into some theory, but a good martial arts book when it really comes down to it is a physics book because it is, you, you, you need to understand conservation momentum. You need to understand what a fulcrum is you do need to understand leverage all those things are incredibly important because if you don't understand those you are basically just trying to mash your fist into somebody without actually ending up doing any damage and you're going to end up your face planted into the pavement and maybe die so physics is important people for sure it is not just a class that we uh well if you're like me had some really smart people in our group that tended to carry our weight uh <laughs> i We'll move on to another selection here. Mine is also under uh, violence category. And again, these categories are sort of tongue in cheek. Um, this one, I I'm I'm gonna have to Sky. If you're listening, I'm I'm absolutely gonna have to pick this up. Homicide investigation: A practical handbook. Um, it's this is the description that's given uh, for the detective, serial killer, or Dexter superfan in your life. Finally, a handbook for the amateur homicide investigator. Now, here's why I find it fascinating. One. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to make this not a not an episode that's just crapping on the police force in this country uh, because certainly with news coming out every day it's really hard not to do that uh, and I don't usually censor myself but we're talking about books here. Uh, <clears throat> there are a lot of armchair detectives. Uh, there have been and there continue to be and there's even more now that we have 24 hour channels uh, running. You know 
ID and uh, uh, shows like um, When the Killer's in Your Backyard and um, She Wasn't Alone, you know, these kind of things were this, as South Park called it, informative murder porn, right? These stories about um, true crime, which, by the way, sound mildly interesting uh, to those of us who actually read crime fiction until you get to the fact that it's usually always the husband uh, or or the close relative. And uh, the usually the entire episode is based around... Um, uh, they found the blood on this guy's car and then 45 minutes later it turns out that guy did it yeah no kidding uh but then there are other cases which are much more fascinating and and you know equally or more terrifying like the golden state killer and, and such things like that but uh this this is especially interesting to me today because um a little background on me not that it's necessary but i was born in portland oregon have lots of family in roseburg and uh there was a small news report today over here in palm springs from the ap so it's probably everywhere that cleanup crews on i think it was i-5 in oregon but some highway found a small backpack that uh contained a human skull and that concerned them as it should so it opened an investigation but more even more interesting is that there was several years ago a similar skull found in another backpack along the side of the road outside of Roseburg, which does lead one to wonder if there is some sort of serial killer at play here, which, of course, serial killers interest in them rises and falls uh, as popular culture changes gears. And right now we're in a, a another rise with uh, Netflix's Dahmer uh, story by, I believe, Ryan Murphy's helming that one. And anyway, the armchair guide to homicide investigation is really fascinating. Can't wait to dig into it. It's the kind of thing that really piques my interest. And if you're a writer or interested in writing films or uh, or even nonfiction accounts um, of true crime, then or books, it's one of those guides that it sounds like it should be on my shelf. So I'm definitely ordering that one. Tad, what is your next pick? So despite I could have picked other categories, but I had to, um, I went straight to, uh, Ninja, uh, what's it? Ninja power of the mind. Uh -huh. And it's funny. There's a, there's a, there's a reason for this. Besides the fact that there is a lot of Ninja publications on this, in this category, in this, uh, catalog and on the website. Uh, I was actually shocked to find how much Ninja stuff there is. Um, as Nate knows, I did study ninjutsu. Uh, in my youth, I went to Japan to do it. And uh, the number one rule of being a proper ninja is misdirection. It is not, you don't right. learn any super secret techniques on how to be stealthy. You can, you can learn to be stealthy on your own, have a, have an angry mother and, uh, and you can learn to be stealthy. Uh, misdirection. I still do this to this day and I don't realize it because I do it to my wife all the time. The easiest way to sneak around and not be detected is to simply make sure that everybody else is too distracted to notice that you're slinking around because I can, in my own house, I can walk into the same room as someone and they will not know I'm there simply because I know they're so distracted or it's too loud and they won't notice me. They won't see me. They won't hear me. It's don't be seen as in if their back is to you, they can't see you. If it's really loud, they can't hear you. You don't actually have to be stealthy. But it's the same it's the same concept as as uh the the idea that invisibility in many ancient texts is not necessarily when it's actually described isn't necessarily becoming 
invisible in space, you know, having having light bend around you in a way that you're cloaked like the Predator, it, it can be as simple as, as you said, having other people's attention directed elsewhere. Um, I recommend, uh, of course, The Men Who Stare at Goats book by John Ronson. I'm talking about the book, guys, not the movie. Okay, not the movie. I'm not... I'm not, I mean, you can check out the movie if you want, but the book is, it's nonfiction and it's really friggin' brilliant and insane and terrifying and would fit, I think, right with the last earth concept. But anyway, continue. So the the main thing is um, I looked into Power of the Mind because I'm always curious about the authors of these books. Now, for instance, if I pick up a book that te- that says it's going to teach you about ninjutsu and the author's name is like Chet Hambone or something like that, I'm probably <laughs> going to be a little skeptical. Um, but this, it's what sounded, was your school's name again, Tan? Who's the same school you sensei? went to? The same, <laughs> oh, well, wait, wait, wait. You said school, I, sorry, I'm just messing with you, <sighs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> I didn't go that, that was not a ninja school, sir. Anyway, <clears throat> that is true. So, this now again, it it's not racist when I say. If I want to read a book about ninjutsu, I may want to make sure that it's written by someone who is Japanese because, you know, that's where the art originated. And it might be a little more authentic. Um, Unfortunately, what I found is that this book, it sounds like it's mostly about ninjutsu mysticism, where it's Mm -hmm. teaching you like hand gestures and cuts, as in cutting through like unseen dimensions. And I'm instantly like, okay, no, never mind. Because, Which is funny because, of course, I absolutely love it. Uh, that sounds I, yeah. like right up my alley. I mean, and, no, I'm sure it's okay. a great read. Well, let's 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 go to this just as a quick <laughs> tidbit. So, um, uh, you detectives out there can go find somewhere online. I'm sure on YouTube is still existing uh, our winning entry for a a less than Jake the band less than Jake uh, ad contest where oh we had to make a video God. ad, and yes. we were filming a short film at the same time, and we completely retooled the short film to be an ad for this and tad plays a ninja and he has to do these uh, a, a sort of uh, a fake out of these mystic hand gestures and if i remember correctly we had to do it many times because you were not doing the gestures even close it was a very specific thing that we were trying to go for we got it you know but it took quite a bit i think i think uh contributor jeff who was also in the film gave you a lot of flack for that if, if i'm not mistaken yes i'm sorry i don't watch as much anime as you two do so i don't know all the crazy hand <laughs> gestures that make it look like i know ninjutsu well that's you get, get the book get the book uh okay so yeah, so so we've got ways to hone your ninja powers you know it's funny that you went to violence first i actually went to sex first it's also the first section of the book um and this is goes to how uh it, last earth distro really is about knowledge which is what i absolutely love and that's what drew me to them and reaching out to them because they have um a book for midwives care for pregnancy birth and women's health now let me tell you this to everyone out there who's interested in midwifery if you're interested in midwifery but you don't want to read a book don't pursue midwifery okay (laughs) there are serious medical complications that can occur with someone giving birth and if you're going to try and assist someone in giving birth whether it's at home or in the hospital please be willing to put in the energy to learn how uh to best help them in the safest way and i like that last right distro has books like that uh that are frankly serious in their in their tone and most people buying it are serious about it rather than uh like us also, similarly, there's uh, <clears throat> Where There Is No Doctor, a village healthcare handbook. This one is fascinating because the book is um, 
this they they have a 2010 updated version apparently it's an older text originally um, but it it talks about infection disease prevention proper nutrition and i can tell you this in the united states anyone listening outside of the united states you've probably heard this the united states healthcare system is not great it's very expensive very hard to get care affordably and what it does is it forces people to use things like uh the emergency room and urgent care all the time or more often just not go to the doctor which is not great to manage your health so uh, having an understanding of, of uh basics of things like hygiene boy wouldn't that have helped during i don't know the last pandemic uh stuff like that really would have helped uh and uh but that's under the sex topic here uh, but then there's also some things that are a lot of fun like um pardon the phrase for some cunt a Declaration of Independence uh, by Inga Musio. I'm probably mispronouncing the name, but uh, apologies for that. Um, there's a 20th anniversary edition of this book. Uh, apparently, I didn't know this. Uh, the, the phrase cunt was originally not an insult geared towards women. It was an ancient title of respect, although it has for a long time, many generations veered from that. And it's interesting because I always didn't like that word, mostly because it's very harsh. I remember talking to uh, uh, an MFA mentor of mine, um, Craig Childs, who is phenomenal, great uh, author in his own right, been on NPR a lot. I might have actually heard of him if you listen, and if not, check out his books. But I was telling him, I was like, I just don't like the word because to me, it's so harsh. It sounds like German, Germanic, that that harsh old germanic language you know like and uh and 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 he gave me a, a good reading of it and i was like yes exactly that's why but apparently there's quite a history and it is nice when uh a marginalized group which women are in much of the world including the united states when they have a uh, information to sort of reclaim something that has been used to dehumanize them so i thought that was pretty pretty great do you have another pick from this catalog of joy Yes, actually, um, there was one. Let me let me pull. Let me see where where it was. Um, it was a survival book. Uh, I th believe it was written by a Vietnam veteran. I mm -hmm. actually did a little extra research into it. It was uh, like what uh, like preparing after the collapse or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I said, hey, that sounds kind of interesting. I read a couple reviews of of it, and it turns out that it sounds like from one of the people who reviewed it, they said, I am. A military vet and uh, largely this book is copy pastes from multiple military manuals and talking about mortars and uh, setting up mortar and missile uh, locations and it's like listen if society collapses chances are you're not going to be worrying about mortars and missiles too too much especially in rural areas so <laughs> it's may this may it, it's an interesting read but it may not be what you think it is so mm -hmm. But it, again, it was written in the 70s, so it was a it's different time. It's interesting because, it, you know, they also have um, here is where you can find a lot of the um, uh, the the infamous, um, what is it, the poor man's James Bond guides and videos, um, which is, if you guys haven't heard of this, uh, the, the man who did these uh, is a hyper conservative racist nut job that's those are my own words uh but i'm i'm mainly <laughs> i'm mainly summarizing what others have said uh i believe he's actually still alive he's in his 80s so um you know if you if you feel guilty about supporting anything like that i don't think he sees a dime of it frankly he gave it away but also uh you know you, you can wait a couple of years and, until he's buried and then you can enjoy what he wrote and that's fine but there's a lot of improvised traps 
uh, gadgets, weapons, things like that. And it's always interesting to see, especially from an engineering perspective. Although when you see things like that, you're like, man, there's some people out there that do make me nervous. Uh, I want to jump to... Like, so it sounds more like suburban Rambo. Very much, very much <laughs> um, that. Uh, I want to go... There's So there's so much more we can talk about. Um, I'll, I'll sort of wrap this up with um, my favorite. And this is... Not only is it my favorite book from the catalog, but it was actually, I was so, so happy that uh, Sky sent this to me. Um, it, I have been obsessed with this for, for years, as, as Tad, you know. Pirate Radio Operations by Andrew Yoder and Earl T. Gray. Ever since I saw the, um, the excellent film, which we will talk about on Colton Classic Films podcast uh, in, the, in the near future. The Christian Slater movie, Pump Up the Volume, yes. where he runs, he's a high schooler who runs a pirate radio station as uh, the DJ Happy Harry Hardon. It, it sounds fake. It's a, it's a really fantastic movie. We'll talk about it. It's wild. Uh, this book, Pirate Radio Operations, it is a, a literal manual. Like, it's not a small book. It's a very thorough book that goes from everything from studio design to how you do the antennas to how you actually build on the cheap your pirate radio station. It also covers things like um, the the FCC and their regulations because it is technically illegal in many in because of certain uh, protections on channels to 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 run a pirate radio station. Hence why it's called a pirate radio station. But again. Uh, this is a guide that will help you navigate that. And if you're a person who <clears throat> is is not particularly in love with the the idea of you know being told you can't do something creative, uh, like share your love of weird music or rant uh, online over the airways, rather, uh, this is the kind of book for you that you can get into something that's a, a little dangerous law-wise, but is really a victimless crime, guys. This is just people trying to communicate with other people. I love it. I absolutely love this book. It's in it's in, it's in in the Colton Classic uh, Films archives permanently now. And uh, Tad, you still with me or did I lose you? I had to take care of a situation. A situation. Tad is, is dealing with what is essentially at this point uh, a, a, a Hogwarts meeting of children. That's the amount of children he has running around his studio. And it's all Hufflepuffs. Studio, uh, Hufflepuffs. Uh, sorry. Um, I also want to give a, a quick shout out to uh, the people might not know of the organization Crime Think, all one word. Um, they kind of... I first heard of them when they put out this book, which Sky also sent me, uh, Days of War, Nights of Love. It's a collection of essays. It's an anarchistic group that is really about, well, it's about a lot of things. Uh, a lot of them are published anonymously, um, and it's basically kind of the real world um, philosophy behind uh, uh, modern anarchy. I mean, if you, I love... I think I don't think it's in the comic, if I remember correctly. I think it's only in the film version, the Terry Zweigoff version of Ghost World, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about on this podcast again. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go pick it up. It's on Criterion. Uh, also, go pick out Daniel Close's uh, graphic novel that originated it, Ghost World. Uh, but it, 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 the main character Edith is talking to her father, a psychologist, I believe. And she says something like, I thought you always wanted, I thought you always advocated anarchy. And he says something, I'm paraphrasing, along the lines of, 
well in theory but if it actually came to pass people like me would be the first to die <laughs> you know and that's kind of the idea behind a lot of the essays and a lot of the work from crime think it's it's sort of how to limit the commercialism which by the way buy our stuff cultandclassicfilms.com uh, the commercialism and, and the sort of rampant um mass think that has led to uh things like corporations sort of treating us like uh their their food without any concern for how we feel how we operate can we pay our bills can we live working for you um, those are the things that affect me in the real world and this crime think and particularly this book and they've, they've done lots of others um you can check out their website as well has sort of there's a lot of writing on it not everything is i found relevant to me not everything i always agreed with they are essays from real people but there's a lot to make you think uh in a book like this and it also really sort of brought me back to like like i had connor ober songs running in the back of my head as i was reading it you know like of of uh some some old guy on the block handing me zines out of a, a, a musty basement you know on marxism so it's just fascinating stuff i definitely recommend checking it out it's always good to whether you consider yourself a socialist or marxist or anything like that it, it's good to know what's out there and what other people think and also if you understand if you if you hear and read and talk to other people which is a lot of what books and communicating is for it's people writing for other people for an audience to communicate you're not going to be terrified uh i actually i i was told uh at one point when i mentioned uh proletariat and just discussed in in relatively calm setting i was told at a, a job position area um to shut the hell up with that crap i think those are the exact words or, or shut up with that something something along those lines and i just thought you know if you actually like read or knew anything about it i'm not saying anything like that is perfect i'm really being obtuse here uh because you know I, I like everyone else i have to work but expand your mind guys um tad do you have any more no no there, um, there are so many you just have to uh, choose a, a line and cut it off yes i didn't want to go too far down the rabbit hole there were a lot of interesting stuff i would love to just kind of take a sample of a bunch of stuff and figure out what sure. I really want to like buy and read. Yeah. And I mean, this is the reason I wanted to do this now and waited and sat on this stuff that Sky Santos is really to, this is a great holiday guide. If you have people in your life, if you're listening to this pod, I'm sure you do, who are a little bit odd, off the beaten path, um, scholars, legitimate scholars or armchair scholars, lastearthdistro.net um, and on Instagram, lastearth.distro. They will have something for you. And also we didn't touch on, we touched on a lot of sort of serious and weird stuff, but we didn't touch really on the actual like fun sex stuff. There's um, uh, books about the ultimate topping guide, the ultimate bottoming guide, um, uh, uh, Shimbari Japanese rope bondage, uh, fun stuff like that in here as well. And I want to say too, if you are like me and, Again, if you listen to the podcast, at least part of you is, uh, and you like vintage 60s, 70s, 80s underground and erotic comic books, because, hey, why not? They have a great selection of those, too, on their Etsy store, and you can find rarities and uh, those there as well. Just check it all out via their website, lastearthdistro.net. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Tad, for being here, and we will catch you next week for another film and TV oriented episode of Cult and Classic Films. Please leave us a review, rating us all the stars, all the numbers, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Recommend us to your friends. 
uh, print out your own stickers of us and uh, slap it on uh, over a, a Blue Lives Matter sticker in the parking lot, whatever it takes. Uh, let's make the world a better place and have fun watching weird movies and reading weird books, please. To play us out, as always, is The Chud with All About Evil. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Cult and Classic Podcast. This podcast is important to me, but what's more important are the rights, privileges, and freedom from violence of everyone in this country and in this world. And that means supporting Black Lives Matter. If you'd like to make a donation, please go ahead and visit coltonclassicpodcast.com where we have a list of places you can donate and help out. And please stay safe.